Hey, I'm Ramel London. I'm a TV radio presenter and host, and I want to welcome you to the Mainstream Podcast. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of talking to a star who I feel like we've literally watched launch her career from the school playground to outer space, making moves from the hit BBC show, Some Girls, to international success with 24 and Star Wars. And she is back in Britain for the second series of Ricky Gervais's Afterlife on Netflix. I have the lovely Mandeep Dillon. Hello, Hello. Mandeep. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the mainstream. Thanks How are you feeling? Me. I'm, I'm really good, thank you. You. Good, good. Quarantine is 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 doing you well. You know what it really is. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like it's doing me well. I'm enjoying it. My fitness is good. I'm That's doing all good. the stuff that I should have been doing. You know. I hear that because you're. Do you know what you're so busy? And I feel like especially you've been in TV world, film world, working hard like constantly. So this probably is a nice little kind of time off. Do you know what? It's a nice break. And it's also like a, like usually if you've got time off you, or you're not doing anything, you feel guilty for it. But yeah, I don't feel definitely. guilty. And I think it's such a great feeling to just, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. Good for you, girl. I yes. love that. I love that. <laughs> well, like I said, I feel like I've literally watched you grow up on the screen and it's really been amazing to just watch your journey as an actress um, with so many different roles that like, you've honestly gone from like comedy to drama, yeah. action, sci-fi. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like you've done it all, which is so, <laughs> so cool. So especially for this second series in Afterlife, what kind of attracted you to the role of Sandy? Because it is quite unique. Yeah, she's very much... Uh, the viewer's eyes isn't she yeah yeah do you know what to be fair with that I mean Ricky called me up or was it it might have been one of his Christmas parties or whatever and he said oh there's a role that (laughs) I want you to play um she cries a lot so I was like right yes great okay uh thanks but basically when I worked with Ricky the first time um on film there was this, yes. you, know, was, you know, like talking heads when you do a mockumentary. I, I was really nervous because I don't really, I'm not funny. And I don't, I don't see myself like I'm not like a, I can just sit there and start giving out jokes. I need the jokes to be written for me, right? So, I hear that. so literally sitting there and um, we uh, start filming. And anyway, instead of being funny, I, my character started crying. So I know, (laughs) ridiculous, right? It's crying over Brent and feeling bad for him and feeling really sorry for him. So that kind of put into Ricky's (laughs) mind, ooh, crying. She's a crier. She's a crier. (laughs) Let's get her crying on set. But no, when he came to me with the idea, I I was like, yeah, that's, it's so, um, such a great topic, grief. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I feel like it's a different type of comedy because obviously Ricky Gervais is a genius and it's it's not particularly dark but it's not I don't know where it's it's kind of like relatable humor so you're laughing because you're like I get it Mm. but that is deep yeah (laughs) yeah it's definitely one of those shows like whenever I've watched um like gone to the screening or whatever watch it for the first time I am laughing and then crying within two minutes yeah so is that hard to like, especially for your character, is it hard to kind of figure out where you're going to go with her? Or like, you know, do you want to be a bit banterful, but then, oh, like, she's not banter. Like, yeah, she's that's deep. the thing. It's, it is quite difficult because you are stuck in this middle thing. And where they get on so well and they are mates, it's like, yeah. well, they, they can't just connect through crying. Like they do kind of get each other. Do you know what <laughs> Yeah, totally get that. I mean, I feel some friendships are like that, to be fair. You've got your crying friend, 
So that maybe that's where you is. go to certain friends for certain things, don't you? Definitely, definitely. Okay, I like the fact that you're saying you're not that like you, you don't find yourself funny because you've done a lot yeah, of comedy. I know. So when you got into <laughs> acting, was you particularly interested in in doing comedy not or was at all. it anything? Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I got into acting, I just wanted to act. Like I used to watch Bollywood films growing up, and I used to watch like Pocahontas and Parent Trap yeah. and reenact it all. And I was like, oh my god, I really want to do this. This is what I want to do. Which I'm very grateful that I knew when I was young what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but. No, no. I only found out that I could do funny was um, I done a play called The Knowledge at Bush Theatre years ago. Okay, um, I saw you post that recently. Yeah, because it was it was um, World Theatre Day, so I thought, oh, throwback, cheeky <laughs> 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 yeah. throwback. But yeah, it was um, it was that play was was fu- and we didn't really realise it was funny until obviously you get an audience in. That kind of yeah. opened doors for me because then casting directors came and they saw that I could do funny. And then from that, some girls, some girls appeared. Yeah, Ah, of course, of course. Good, good stuff. Do you know what? I actually saw your tweet recently where you were saying, listen, um, how about BBC iPlayer? We get this on for quarantine, the full series. Because honestly, it was so, so good. And like, when you joined, did you expect it to be such a successful show? No, because we just had no idea. I mean, us four just had fun. We enjoyed it. Yeah. People said, you know, like producers and stuff said, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really good. But you just never know, really. And I feel like yeah. it's actually before its time in ways. Um, yeah, I get I feel you. Like yeah. it, I, feel, I feel like if that was to come out now, like, I remember the, the, the reviews um, of Some Girls, the first ever reviews. And obviously it's women and they're swearing yeah. and they're being naughty. Yeah. And people couldn't handle that. Like, well, I mean, people who would do reviews couldn't handle that back then. Um, Definitely. They were very much like, oh gosh, yes, it's very, it's very, uh, uh, you know, crude. And but you know, you got in between us, and that was just as exactly. just as naughty. Do you know what I mean? So I do feel like yeah. before it's time. But however, the the fans. I mean, even now, I still get stopped for that. Really? Even now, people still now are like, oh, are you going to do another series? I'm like, you do know it's been years, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you could do. Come on, we've seen so many like. Uh, returns mm. of the show so that would be a nice little reunion I'd love it I'd absolutely like me and Lyle talk a lot and we're always like oh yeah it would be so nice to just be back on set like, it's just, you know it was just six weeks every year having fun really yeah it was six weeks we filmed for wow that's really is that quick in that TV is land? quick yeah that's that is that okay is I thought quick. so so yeah I think it was like um a week an episode really wow that is pretty good I love that I love to see just Good, fast content. Yeah. That's great. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, you actually started your career quite young. Like, you, you had your first film debut when you was 14, right? No, right. Do you know what? This is funny because is this the tears of, right? Yeah. Not me, you know? And I can't get off my IMDb. So if I'm listening right now, no. please take it off because... <laughs> my mind is blown. I know. What? And I don't IMDb know where it is. Like I don't know where it's come from. The most... <laughs> I, I, honestly, like, I wish I could be like, yeah, that was me. But it wasn't me. I can't even claim it. That is... I thought this was, like, the most legit website right? of, like, yeah. facts and yeah. figures. And you've literally blown so my mind. People, so many people say that to me. And I'm always like, I'm so sorry, but... It's not me. Um, I didn't get into okay. when I was 14. God, I wish. I remember being 14 thinking, oh, man, that's it. Missed my chance now. 
Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. That's what, well, okay. Okay, to clarify, I did read in an interview that you actually signed up to Spotlight when you were 17. Yes, Is that true? Okay, good. Thank God the facts are Funny. true. Okay. Yeah, I, I, um, I stumbled across the Spotlight website, thank God, and um, uh, bought, bought this book, which is a contacts book. And I just used to sit up and email so many agencies. Um, That's sick. Yeah, and then one got back to me. And I remember I wasn't going to email her because um, she repped Lacey Turner. And at that time, I loved a bit of EastEnders. And I loved Stacey Slater. Yeah. And I thought, there's no way she's yeah. going to reply to me if she reps her. Anyway, she rep, she she turned around and said, "I come, I have a um a workshop every Thursday, so come down." And then I did, and then yeah, that that got my foot in the door, and I booked a BBC Three film called Some Dogs Bite. What? Oh, okay, so that's, that's your my first, first official film. Okay, like TV <laughs> thing, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So wait, what? That's amazing. That's a really quick turnaround, yeah. and like for someone so young being you know you was in fully control of your career because you were the one who had the foresight to be like you know what let's get out there let me put myself forward for something and it really really turned out well so what do you think it was that kind of gave you that push to to look for for work not having it given to me if that makes sense okay like I definitely I've very much been like my family have got no idea about the industry I mean my mum bless her even now she's like bye man good luck with your audition I was like no no I'm doing press today mum so you know she bless her and I love that about her like she always gets it wrong but it's so great because I'm like this is great I would I don't want you to ever change (laughs) when it comes to stuff like that it's just nice it's funny but I don't um I, I I think it was because there was no one to show me so I had to I had to learn and I knew I always wanted to do it so it wasn't ever a question of oh can I do this it was a no I'm gonna do it it's just let's let's work out how to do it now that's amazing I love that so what are your thoughts on like actors who are probably the same age like 16 17 and they're like I really want to be an actress or actor how do I start do you think they should be looking out for agents and kind of putting themselves out there I think so I think um get yeah try get repped um get the contacts book it's still it's still out there obviously it'll be updated and um just email people (laughs) like like be a pest in a way yeah I think you need to be a pest because there's some people like oh no I don't want to annoy them or I don't want to be it's like no annoy them go on be that pest because otherwise how are you going to be seen also like create your own content and do short films, like do not stop the hustle. But also remember, you do not have to be doing professional work in order for you to be an actress. If you're an actress, you're an actress. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you're a writer, you're a writer. You don't yeah. have a BAFTA in writing. If you're a writer, you are a writer. And I think people always think, oh yeah, when I'm when I'm that, when I'm that. It's like, no, nah, claim it now and you're manifesting. I love that. Yes, girl, manifestation. Woo-hoo. I love stuff like that. That's amazing. So what what should someone that is starting out know before they start their career as an actor or actress because I feel like they want to feel like they they're confident and that kind of stuff but are they kind of like oh girl you better watch out because this might happen or, <laughs> like have you... <laughs> not to scare, yeah, not anyone, to scare anyone but like what should they know about the industry before they well, get into it I would it? say just know that it's 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 not um always glitz and glamour it's not always going to be easy. You will get rejected. You'll get rejected more times than you get at the part. Um, but just know that that's not because of your abilities. It's because what's yours is already yours, you know? And what is that person who yeah. books that job? That's already theirs. I think that's the, the biggest thing for me 
was just realizing. I remember when I, because I, when I started, I don't know if it was beginner's luck or whatever, I, I was on a roll and I was booking loads of jobs. And I remember the first time I didn't book something that I really wanted. And it is like a, whoa, okay. And you do yeah. have to really check yourself and you have to make sure that you are not getting validation from your roles or from your, from Definitely. anyone really. Do you know what I mean? Because otherwise yeah. that, that puts you in Definitely. the face of, of if they put you on a pedestal, to quote Chipmunk, they can take you off. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> nice little music Please. reference there. Good stuff. Um, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but they can take you off. So you need to you need to put yourself on that and, and realise that it's okay. Definitely. And what's yours is yours. Stay in your lane. Don't compare. Oh. And social media is not yeah, good Yeah, that's for that a big one. Because social media is so, you look at it and you're like, you can see everyone doing their thing. And years ago, you couldn't do that. So you were just focused on you. It's so true. Do you know what I mean? I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And like, it's funny you say that because I do feel like you've, you've covered all the bases kind of thing. Um, <laughs> like, you are, you've definitely made, made yourself an international star. And you come across so down to earth, which I think is so, so important. Like even in all the like the, the smoke and mirrors of being celebrity. <laughs> um, but do you do you ever get that kind of imposter syndrome or, or, or nervous when you're particularly acting alongside huge Hollywood stars like that you might have maybe grown up watching? Do you ever have that moment of, oh, gosh, maybe I don't know, this might be a lot yeah. today and. Yeah, I do. I mean, the first time I ever worked with Ricky, I was a massive fan and I grew up, my mum, brother and sister, they absolutely loved The Office. And I loved The Office too, but I was probably 10 when it first came out. So that was kind of comedy and humour in our house a lot. So then when I first ever was on set with Ricky, I wasn't nervous so much because um, I knew it was all improvised and it would be fun and we'd, you know, just have, have jokes and whatever. But there was a part when I was like, oh, wow, okay, I'm here. This is wild. Yeah. Um, I think I've done a job with David Morrissey and he's what I yeah. call like an actor, actor. Like he's been to Rada. Yeah. He can sneeze on cue. Like he can do, like, <laughs> <laughs> like those people I rate. Like I, I find it absolutely yeah. amazing. And, <laughs> and he, there was, I think that was a, like a big challenge for me because it was me and him bouncing off each other. And there were times where I was like, oh gosh, okay, right. I really need to um, step yeah, up, step kind up of thing. and just, 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 you know, you you do have to have little talks with yourself and be like, come on, you got the part that you can do this. Wow. Do you know what I mean? That's good because I feel like some people might psych themselves mm. out. It sounds like you psych yourself up. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong though. I mean, anxiety and and, and nervousness comes to me in in different ways. Like I'll I'll be, I mean, having a great day. The next day I wake up and I'll be like, yeah, no she's here anxiety's here and that's that's hard yeah. but i think you have to just take each day at a time and know that anxiety is okay it's okay yeah definitely especially in oh, times like this wow. like it's okay yeah. to not be yeah, okay it's okay to like i know there's people out there who are like oh yeah be productive create this create that but you know what also it's a pandemic we've never lived through it before <laughs> chill out don't worry Literally. it's okay like if you don't if you don't feel that you can to have no pressure on yourself. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are like, yeah, yeah, do this, do that. But that's hard on people that actually are really struggling and, you know, are suffering yeah. loss and are suffering their parents are on the front line. And it's, we've, yeah, I think, I yeah. think um, we just, yeah, we've all got to come together. Definitely. Oh, that was really cool. <laughs> I like that. 
I'm so encouraged, Mandy. Thank you. (laughs) Well, other than encouraging me right now, like it's been so good to just see your journey from the stage. You've been all over our TV screens. And obviously last year you landed the role of Lieutenant Garen. Yes. Becoming a part of like super sci-fi history in Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. So um, what do you think were some of the key moments that really kind of took your career to the next level? Okay, right. With this Star Wars, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I could sit here and be like, oh, okay. yeah, I auditioned and it was a really hard process. No. Basically, what happened was I, I was on set of Afterlife season one. I got an email saying, uh, Nina Gold, Scott Office, want to talk to you. That's the casting people who cast uh, Star Wars. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. Then, um, so I knew that she was going to talk to me that evening. And then, weirdly, on set, uh, JJ came to set to, sp- to see Ricky because they're friends. So I was okay. like, oh, um, hey, um, had no idea what Nina wanted to talk to me about. And then on the way home, that I, I called her and she said, look, we, there's, a, there's a role in Star Wars. We've not obviously been able to um, get you in any of the other Star Wars yet. This will be the last one, as far as we know. What? Um, do you want to play this role? And I was like, yeah, okay, then. She was like, oh I showed JJ some of your work. Um, you know, he was like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's odd, because he was on set today. <laughs> so... You know what? <laughs> Stuff like that, you do have to kind of. I don't think sometimes I, I just get on with it and forget, but you know, when you really do reflect, you're like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was massive. Yes, yeah, oh so it was a really random, but random job offer. And I wish I could be like, yeah, I went up for that, worked my up, but I didn't. And um, I had a fun time. The outfit, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't it's breathe. Serious. That outfit was so, they make the outfits so tight. But come on, girl, you're yes. snatched. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. We can breathe later. <laughs> oh my god, no, I can imagine that must have been. So was it was it a long kind of shoot? Because you know that's a big movie. Yeah. Lots of kind of graphics and as a CGI. Is it is it a lot going into it? Yeah, a set it is. Like I that? mean, like luckily, I've I know I know John. I've worked with John Boyega before, so. That was fine, cool. and then um, Daisy was really lovely, and and yeah, it was it was it was like a it was a lot of waiting around and a lot of like what we're doing today. Obviously, you don't get the script beforehand; <laughs> you get the script in the morning. So through yeah, what? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. No. And, like you would get, and uh, these words are like complicated as well. Like talking about stars, yeah. Stuff. So that was a lot actually in the morning. Is this all kind of like the 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 side of like the world where it's like NDAs Absolutely. and all that kind of stuff? Like you can't know what I didn't. You're in the film. How can this they not the trust thing. you? They did not trust me at all. Like I had to have there was someone who would hold my sides and yeah, and they no. used the, the the sides are printed in in like a, a different color, so you couldn't take a picture of them. I know. Oh my gosh, no, Mandeep, you are literally blowing my mind today. <laughs> it's wild. It is wild. It's kind <laughs> the of inside like, stuff. Oh, okay, this is so secretive. Yeah. That <laughs> is kind of cool, though. You're part of like you know a little secret world yeah, for a while. I did enjoy it. That's cool. That is really really cool. Well, you've also mentioned before that you know, like you said, you're getting opportunities that are very very vast, diverse mm. characters, and especially being a woman of color yes. in the UK. Do you feel like sometimes you have had to dodge certain roles to avoid being boxed in or stereotyped? Like what, what's I'm your Punjabi. Yep. So okay. um, Indian Punjabi. And um, do you know what? 
Yeah, uh, um, I don't know specifically if I've avoided roles, or maybe I had, maybe I have avoided roles without realizing through my agency. <laughs> but I'm, I'm definitely. Okay. Um, I definitely now as I'm getting older as well, and I'm getting more kind of consciously aware of what I'm in creates a message to people and you know as yeah. I, I, didn't, I never got into this to be a role model like I do not consider myself a role model okay. at all but you, you, are you do have just to kind of just think oh, <laughs> okay um you know I don't want to be doing anything that's that is gonna box me in you know and I've been yeah. very fortunate in the fact that like even some girls like that Sarah's character she was originally called Sarah like yeah yeah really Sarah and so that even that they changed it for me which was amazing and so lovely so I feel like I've been very fortunate in that where I can walk into a room and they'll be like yeah let's change that to fit you Mm. that's cool that is really cool so rather than you having to fit the box they're creating and like you know showing that you can be diverse without just being you know, because of the yeah, colour of your skin. Sure. Like, it's about you, the character, rather than your, your actual yeah, race. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's um, now, you know, over the last few years, it's definitely getting more like that. You know, I'm going in for Emily's, Amy's, all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I love that. Well, what advice would you give to someone who may, you know, a black or Asian actor who might be struggling to get a diverse or different role? Like, should that be at the forefront of their mind or should they just be like, you know what, let's just take this role and just... It depends what the role is. Like, if the role goes against their... You know what, follow your gut is my main thing. If your gut is saying to you, oh, something's not right about this, I don't feel like this is going to be good for me or good for my career, then say no and know that it's okay to say no. Like, yeah, it's okay Okay. to say no. If you don't want to do something, say no. And, like, you have to put yourself first. Your career, sure, it's your career, but it's only, like, an eighth of your life. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot Good of point. people were like, oh yeah, yeah. I wake up every day, this is what I do. But it's like, hang on a minute, take that away. Like now, in the situation that we've found ourselves in, take your work away, take all that away. What are you left with? Yep. What are your foundations? And, and I feel like a lot of people out there right now are having to really kind of work on that and create that. And I think it's a good thing, Definitely. like in a, in, a, in a roundabout way, I think it's a good thing because it's going to, people are going to come out of this knowing themselves and for this career and if there's young girls out there who you know are um black or asian and they're thinking oh i don't want to do that but i want to do that know yourself and walk into the room knowing yourself and knowing your worth and you'll smash it regardless if you get the role great then you can decide do i want to do it do i not want to do it if you don't get the role was never for you you know yeah oh my gosh i was so into what you're saying i'm just like this is yeah because <laughs> honestly I'm sure there are a lot of people that are like, oh, just take the role, just do it, it's it, it's fine. But like, no, you honestly have to do what's do best for you. Do you know, what, you. Made me, do you know and... what amazed me recently? When <sighs> I, saw, I saw an interview with Stormzy and when he was talking about Jay-Z and Jay-Z wanted to jump on that song. Yeah, and then oh Stormzy my gosh, yes. Said, nah, yeah. that is what I mean by sometimes follow your gut and say no. Because you have to honour yourself yeah. and you have to honour your in his respect, his art, you know, so go him. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good comparison. Yeah, and yeah, definitely go him. But go you also, because you're the one that dropped these gems. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what have you really learned 
that's kind of resonated with you whilst working as an actor in the mainstream? Like, is there anything you thought, hmm, okay, I'm so glad I'm, I've been on this journey to find that out about the industry or yourself? You know I'm finding out so much about myself all the time. With regards to the industry, you learn a lot on the job. Like, I never, I never trained, okay. I never went to drama school. So I never really, everything I have learned has just been on, on the job. And from other people, like I soak it in, like working with David Morrissey, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Working with, I worked with Hayley Squires recently and she is amazing just to watch her perform and also watch how much she puts into stuff. And so I guess from that, I'm learning so much from the industry by doing it and being kind of thrown into the deep end. Um, But with myself, I I learn stuff about myself. I feel like we always learn stuff about ourselves, you know, and we always will. Like there's always stuff to be learned. and yeah it's so interesting isn't it life life (laughs) well it really is well if you could give your top five tips for making it in the mainstream what would you Um, say prepare for every audition like prepare for it go in there and absolutely smash it make bold choices when you walk into that room walk into that room and think to yourself during that time, this job is mine right now. In this, whilst you're in that audition room, you have the job. So show them the best version of that character. Be you, I think is the main thing I would say. Be yourself, yeah. make sure you uh, smash it on set by preparing. Hmm. <laughs> Don't be disheartened. Don't be disheartened by any setbacks because they're just um, a little springboard. Just spring, spring forward. Okay, one more, um, one more. To make it in the mainstream. Create your own content. That's yes. it. Create your own content. Write, 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 write. I like that. I like that. Do you write a lot? Recently I have been. Like I never <coughs> used to write. I never I never well, back in school I loved writing actually. Um but yeah, recently I've been yeah. writing and I'm really enjoying it. But I think it's so great because it means that you have your own you are creating your own work and therefore you kind Definitely. of you you know you're creating your own work. So when you go in to do other people's work, you kind of not that you're not bothered, but you're not desperate for it. And I feel like sometimes Yeah, we, definitely we, get we that. Push we, we push stuff away from ourselves when we're so when we want it so much. Yeah. I totally get that. All right, this is my final question, and it's a good one. Let everyone know why they should watch the brand new series of Afterlife with you playing <laughs> I think Sandy. you should watch it because it's very relatable. If you like season one, more of that stuff in season two. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's relatable, it's funny. And if you fancy a cry, which we probably all do during these times, then you'll enjoy a great cry. Yep. <laughs> I've seen, you, I've seen it already. And oh wow! Yes, did you cry? It's definitely. T- Are you a crier? No, I. Oh my gosh, I've been a mess this whole <laughs> pandemic. But <laughs> no, do you know what? I I really was really taken by the story. So um, no, obviously yeah. no spoilers. But um, such it's just really nice to see friendships grow and just yeah, it's an it's a nice like you yeah. said, it's really relatable. It's it is funny. The characters, the stories that you lot are oh, are getting wow, for the paper. Right. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, hilarious. My favourite, my favourite, and actually they've played it on Graham Norton recently, is the is the girl with the botched surgery. Yeah. You know that's Holly Dempsey. Oh my Do you know gosh. Holly Dempsey? Yeah, yeah. I've never met her, oh. but I've seen her in other, in other things before. She killed, she killed it. it. Like, it was so 
deadpan, like, I don't know how no oh, one was oh, laughing. Oh, they were. Like, and it was funny because everything on her serious. was aesthetics. And so when she walked into the room, yeah. Ricky was looking at her and he was like, oh God, even your eyes are awful. She's like, Ricky, these are my eyes. These are actually <laughs> my eyes. Like, please. <laughs> it was funny. It was a funny day. Oh, you lot must have so yeah. much fun on set. Like, even though it's really dark humour. Oh, like, yeah, we imagine. do. Like, as soon as we cut, Ricky's doing silly, silly stuff. And we're just... Yeah, it's great. It's, it's good good vibes, for sure. Yeah. That is so good. Well, everyone needs to watch it. It's, it is good vibes. It is it is a teary one, but, you know... Yes. Life. Yes. <laughs> it is real life. It is real life, relatable show. And I'm so happy for you that you're doing this. Is there anything else we can look forward to? Well, I'm going to be in a show well? adult material soon. I don't know when this out actually. Okay. Um, I know it's like it says coming soon on Channel Four. That's with Hayley Squires, and it just looks okay. into um, nice. the porn industry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that would be Very an interesting, interesting watch. Very interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm intrigued for that actually because I've not watched any of it. I was in LA when when the screening happened, so I've been see how it how okay. it okay yeah what it looks like. That's cool. And I'm sure you're going to be getting real creative yeah, writing so at home and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've got a few projects underway at the moment, but I'm not allowed to say what channels they're for or what networks and stuff. So, but Ooh, it's exciting stuff. <laughs> that is really exciting. Well done. You are really maximising your <laughs> yeah. time. I love it. <laughs> I'm about to do two workouts today as well. Awesome. Yes. 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 I love that. I love that. Well, do you know what? Thank you so much, Randeep, for joining me on the mainstream. You are amazing. I'm letting everyone know yeah, they great. can follow yeah, you as well. Oh, do I do that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Plug yourself. Yeah, Plug yourself, it's girl. At Mandy Dillon. But basically, it's Mandy with an I. I went through a stage of calling myself Mandy, and then I had this whole reawakening where I was like, "Wow, my name's Mandeep. Why am I shying away from that?" That's another story. That's 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 a a story for another podcast. But um, yeah, and Mandy with an I, Dylan. Um, yeah, that's it. But also, I probably will come off Twitter. So if you need to find me, find me on Instagram. Fair enough. Twitter is actually. I just feel in like I, right I, I'm really weird with Twitter, and I'm really weird with like as much as I'm all like, yeah, great, like positive and stuff. I, when it comes to stuff, shows coming out like Afterlife, I don't like knowing what people think. And I, I like the good stuff, but there it does yeah. come bad stuff and I hate it and it's I can't I just of can't course. do it so I, I delete it for the for the while I mean I might be brave and keep it on for a bit but I, I, yeah. I don't think I will I think Friday I'll delete it and then I'll just be on Instagram yeah that is also great advice for anyone like don't just don't, don't react, react to trolls, trolls don't react honestly, to like cause... as much as the good stuff's good the bad stuff's bad but also I just think any of it like we don't I personally don't act to hear people's view on it and I don't act to watch it back I just act to act so I don't want the other stuff yeah exactly exactly that amazing well I I know everyone's going to be loving it you're doing amazing things so thank you so much again thanks for having me on the mainstream show you (laughs) thank you thank you very much love This has been the Mainstream Podcast with Ramel London. Thank you for listening and make sure you subscribe, rate and review on Apple and Spotify and follow at the Mainstream UK and at Ramel underscore London.